Be Well, Be Sound podcast is brought to you by Mind Body Music Center, whose mission is to utilize and promote music's inherent therapeutic and healing qualities in order to elevate the minds, bodies, and hearts of others. Learn more at mindbodymusiccenter.com. Welcome to the first Be Well, Be Sound podcast. I am Andrea Cortez, and I am so excited to begin this journey with you. This podcast will be all about sound and how sound can benefit your health. I will also be including some sound meditations in future episodes. So I just want to give a little background here first. I'm a music therapist, and I've been practicing music therapy now for 14 years and I've worked with a wide range of populations of clients from preschool age to elderly in schools and hospitals and nursing homes and private residences. Being a music therapist has been a beautiful journey. I've seen so many amazing responses in the people that I've worked with through the power of music. In the past several years I've Uh, become extremely interested in sound therapy and sound meditation and now my practice has merged with this so there is a difference between music therapy and sound therapy professionally speaking in order to practice in the field of music therapy you must complete at least a bachelor's in music therapy with an internship and pass a board certification exam so the practice of sound therapy is a growing field I practice sound therapy through the knowledge I have as a music therapist, and my methods are supported by research and based in the science of sound. The practice of music therapy and sound therapy is a merging of different fields of knowledge, from neuroscience to acoustics to the psychology of music to human biology to music theory and improvisation. So for this episode, I want to give an introduction to sound therapy. What is sound therapy and how could it help you? is becoming more and more popular in the realm of wellness as more and more people are interested in finding holistic ways of healing and living. So you may have come across people using sound in yoga classes with singing bowls, gongs, or chanting, but it's definitely not a new tool for healing. It is actually one of the earliest forms of medicine that humans have used across cultures for thousands of years. Music, singing, rhythm, and song have been used to heal the mind, body, and heart. So there are many different terms currently being used for the practice of sound or for, in general, therapeutic sound experiences. Some people call this sound healing or sound bath. These are becoming trendy terms to use. And I think it's important to 
bring this up because it can be confusing if you're wondering, are these all the same or what to expect or what is sound healing? So yes, there are differences between these and there are differences um, amongst sound practitioners. So I like to use the term sound therapy or sound meditation because I base my work in the science of sound. There is a lot of potential for sound to be used as medicine for the mind and body, but a serious study and deep understanding of how to use sound is needed in order to be applied therapeutically. Uh, there is a lot of misunder or misinformation about sound which can lead to a lot of misunderstanding of what sound can do. So yeah, so there's misinformation and claims of what sound can do. Um, and there is actually a great teacher in New York. His name is Alexander Tanous, And he talks a lot about this issue of misinformation. Um, he's a great resource if you want to look him up. His website is soundmeditation.com. So he talks about using the word sound healing, and he is hesitant to use that um, because it infers that it is just the sound that is doing the healing. And this leaves out a very important part of the equation in the healing process, which is the person receiving the sound. So sound therapy is not an, not an experience where a person passively receives healing through sound. These experiences encompass more than the idea of healing. Sound can create transformative shifts in the mind, opening a person to higher self-awareness and different states of consciousness. So you could say that that in itself is healing, um, so it's kind of tricky when we use the word healing because we all have a different idea of what that means. So using the term sound therapy, really, I, I really prefer to use that. Um, also because in sound therapy, uh, it's not, since it's not a passive experience, um, it's an active experience. We are active in the experience of sound meditation. It's empowering for us to know how to be an active participant, an active listener in sound therapy and sound meditation. So I think it's important to educate my clients or to educate um, people who are in these sound therapy experiences and how to engage their mind, attention, and awareness during these sound experiences so there's a deeper effect so instead of passively going to an experience and just receiving sound, when we are attentive and listening, this is, in a way, it's priming our brain to be changed by sound. So attention is a pretty powerful tool, and it is a skill to be practiced with the mind. Um, and this is involved in the process of of sound therapy and sound meditation. So with all that being said, sound does provide a healing experience. There is healing that occurs on many different levels, and I'll get into that. 
in just a moment. Um, since I come from a scientific background in music therapy, I tend to prefer a balance between basing my practice in research while at the same time considering the whole spiritual and energetic aspects of who I'm working with. So it's really exciting to be working with sound because it involves both science and the spiritual aspects of human beings. And these are not conflicting subjects, science and spirituality. And more and more, we're seeing a merging of these coming together um, of science and understanding the energetic aspects of the human being and, and spiritual aspects as well. So back to the question, what is sound therapy? Sound therapy uses the elements of sound. This includes frequencies, harmony, overtones, pulse, timbre, scales, and musical expression as tools of transformation. So some of the most popular instruments for sound therapy are singing bowls, gongs, chimes, drums, flute, voice, and instruments that have very resonant, that are very resonant, like string instruments. So our minds can begin to feel very relaxed when listening to these instruments during sound therapy or sound meditation because of their effect on brain activity. Sound is made of organized information and patterns that contain mathematical ratios. So that starts to sound a little technical, but this is really a key in how sound is therapeutic. So sound is organized information. Uh, it contains mathematics. So we can't see sound in music, right? When we're listening to an instrument, we're listening to music. We can't see it. Um, but it is. it contains a lot of information that is beneficial for us. So there is a field of study called cymatics, and this is the study of vibration in liquids. And this uh, cymatics has actually made sound visible, so we can actually see what vibration and sound looks like. And you can check this out. Cymatics is spelled C-Y-M-A-T-I-C-S. And if you look up cymatics, you'll see these beautiful images that they have captured with um, applying vibration to liquids. And these images are geometric and symmetrical shapes and patterns that look kind of like snowflakes. And they also look similar to patterns that we see in nature and flowers and plants. It's really beautiful. So we can see that um, sound is actually able to organize physical matter. Um, so cymatics is great. It's really um, opened a door or a window into seeing what sound looks like. So sound is organized information, and our brain takes in this information. And this has an organizing effect on our brain. Our brain, in a way, mirrors the sound it hears. This can help balance brain activity and can override other processes like 
overactivity in thinking or planning, strategizing, worrying, analyzing, criticizing. Sound therapy is a really good remedy for calming the mind. And we know through research that this is really important for us to be able to reach a state of stillness in the mind. This helps to reduce stress and has a lot of um, benefits for our health. So there are also physical benefits from sound therapy. Sound therapy can help regulate the physical processes that are most impacted by stress, like heart rate, blood pressure, respiratory rate, breathing patterns, and even digestion. All these processes are controlled by the autonomic nervous system, which sound can directly affect. And all these processes are rhythmic and cyclic in nature. So they can be regulated by the rhythms and pulses used in sound therapy. So here is why it's, it's really important that the sound therapist or the person who is facilitating a sound experience really understands how to use these different elements of pulse and tempo and frequency and um, melody and harmony and how to use these tools so that a, trans, a transformation, a transformative experience can occur with the listener. So all of this can be broken down into more detail um, in understanding how sound is working and understanding sound therapy, but this gives a good introduction to what sound therapy is. And in future episodes, I'll be um, getting into more specifics and details um, about sound and specific health, health issues and how you can use sound. So sound and music are very powerful tools for transformation. And there is already research supporting this, so I think that it is important that we continue to pursue a scientific understanding of sound and music so that we can use them in the most effective ways for our well-being. So that's it for our first podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you can join in on the next episode. Until then, be well and be sound.